0: everybody to Papa Spice's Hot Takes with Hans and Harry. How's everybody out there in internet Internet land doing? Internet. Al Gore's internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope you guys are doing good. As, as you can tell, we're a little silly today. Um, I am Papa Spice and I am joined by my PICs, my partners in crime, uh, my cohorts, if you will. Harry, how you
1: doing, buddy? I'm doing great Papa I appreciate you asking uh been a been a nice day today for me uh, a little stressful day with work but not too crazy um, just so work is aware that it wasn't that crazy of the day uh, in case we got any work listeners um, but uh yeah I mean we watched uh one good piece of content we watched uh, one subpar piece of content and one overrated piece of content so uh, this
2: is gonna be a banging episode
0: <laughs> how's that for foreshadowing
2: uh hans how you doing pal good I, I honestly thought you were going in a different direction when you said piece of and then you you didn't say another word and you yeah. it with content because that that definitely talks about what i things we're gonna talk about today Ooh. um i i am uh doing good i'm still not used to this getting dark at five like 4 45 5 o'clock, but it's awful i
0: honestly feel like at this point it's like three o'clock in the morning but it's, it's not pretty wild I am oh, yeah. a child of the night, so I don't <laughs> mind it so much. It's a little. Yeah,
1: but oh, dude, like clocking out of <laughs> work and looking and it's just pitch black is is not the move. Yeah, see, I, gotta, I feel like, like the day's over.
2: Yeah, I mean, and, and just, you, know, <laughs> you know, we work from home, so it's just like I'll notice I'll sit at my desk and then I have a window right side. T- like outside, it's like four o'clock. I got to turn the light on because. Yeah, that's true. I it's, can't see the anything. suns. Yeah, it, it stinks. Or I'll just work in the dark. Mm.
0: Well, we are here tonight uh with several topics we're doing what we're watching again uh so this week we have red notice the eternals and the spy the new spider-man no way home trailer which is the (coughs) second one if you're keeping count uh so let's kick it off uh hair what do you got for us
1: yeah, and I, I know sometimes some, some listeners are a little bit, you know, concerned with, you know, oh, man, how long are they going to talk about this? Uh, Red Notice is going to be fairly fairly brisk, I think. Uh, <laughs> this, uh, this movie was not great, um, as they say. Um, so one of, the, one of the problems I had with Red Notice right off the bat, I'll start it, is at PG-13 in the top left-hand corner when I hit start on Netflix. And I said, don't really love that. Um, it's directed uh, by Rawson Marshall Thurber. Um, he worked with uh, Dwayne Johnson on Skyscrapers, Central Intelligence, and he also directed Dodgeball, which I guess I never really realized, which was interesting. Um, this movie cost about $200 million to make. Uh, this was originally going to be a universal movie that was released in theaters, but they sold it off to Netflix, I guess, when they were, you know, pandemic and all that stuff. It's starring Ryan Reynolds, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, as we mentioned, uh, and Gail Gadot. Um, and you're thinking, wow, like I would love to see these three in a movie. This must be fun. Ryan Reynolds being funny and, and, um, I guess maybe wild a little bit and quirky, um, the rock being brooding and, you know, a leading man and and gal being, you know, either second fiddle or, you know, she's wonder woman like, and, um, yeah, this movie had zero chemistry with all of them. Um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to harp on that too much, but yeah, wasn't really feeling the vibes of everybody. Uh, Ryan Reynolds was basically just Deadpool, but without the suit. Um, the Rock just was kind of wooden throughout, especially the first half of the movie. Like he's playing this FBI guy who like t- has an interest in art, so he like focuses on art thieves, and it's like not really buying that from you, pal. But okay, imagine
0: um, imagine if like Luke Hobbs wasn't cool. Yeah, great call. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. That's a That's great this. call.
1: <laughs> great call um this movie also takes place it's it's a it's a movie that jumps around to many locales as, as they let you know for sure in rome bali rome russia london valencia argentina cairo and uh sardinia um they go to all these places and you wouldn't know it and this is something i, I think we'll touch base on now is the cgi in this movie is bad and it looks as if they didn't go to any of these places and they went to I think I heard it was sh- like shot mostly in Atlanta and they went to Atlanta and just got all the green screen stuff done.
0: I mean, Papa, was
1: was that what it looked like to you? I mean, am I wrong here? Yeah, like, the it, green, looked bad.
0: it did. The green screen was pretty brutal. Now, to be fair to them, I, I read an article about this because I was like, after I watched the movie, I was like, why? where did this money go? This 200 yeah. million. Yeah. I mean, obviously some of that, uh, probably a big portion went to the star's salaries, but like for sure, this is an action adventure movie supposedly. And uh, the, the locales and all this stuff didn't look good. So I investigated, did a little uh, investigative journalism digging up as it were. Yeah. And uh, apparently this was shot um, towards the beginning of the pandemic. And when the mm. pandemic hit right. in full force, they couldn't really go to all these locations for shoots so they just decided to green screen everything and while yeah while it does make sense and i mean i guess they had to put a movie out within a time frame they were kind of strung by that um it just man it shows really poorly uh hands any thoughts on the green screen controversy i dude it's it's bad it's like and that's like one of the first
2: thing i noticed is I didn't know and I didn't know like the kind of production history or, like I didn't know I thought this was all Netflix I didn't know they bought it from Universal mm. and this is obviously a movie that they were like if this was released in theaters uh, if you say it make it cost 200 million to make they would have made it up in their opening weekend because this is definitely the kind of movie that you know like with The Rock and uh, he always is in these buddy cop movies with someone like Walking Tall this is, this is pretty much a sequel to Walking Tall or a remake whatever one you want to call it but instead of Sean William Scott, we have Ryan Reynolds. Um, but I don't, I like, uh, yeah, uh, this is not, it, this not kind of like where we talked last week or, or the other week with Dune, where it's like, it costs so much money. And like, where did the money go? Like, it did not go. The effects were like a last minute thing. And I think if you see this in a theater and like, on like a big screen, it definitely will look a lot better, probably. But if you're at home and you're watching on Netflix, I think Netflix has like a, Netflix production value is definitely, I mean, it obviously is lower than a movie theater, but I think it's more yeah. noticeable when you're watching like a smaller screen, you're saying this is, this does not look real. Um, now I think there are at times it was a little better, but I, I even like trying to think the what the scene where like he was running across the bridge with to get to the helicopter and the bridge blows up and like in Russia a, yeah, in Russia and the fake rock, like just blows forward. And I'm like, no i'm like this is uh, that was like (laughs) the first half hour of the movie i'm like i
0: just we still got more to go like i can't wait to see where this this is going two two quick points on what you said number one if i saw this if i paid to see this in theaters i'd be pissed i'd be so angry (laughs) because this movie was so bad it's bad enough that i wasted my time on it but it'd be even worse if i wasted my money too um second point was that You know, this I I read in multiple articles, not just one, but several different sources mentioned that this movie was designed to be a box office hit by by the stars. Like they purposely got these three together just because it's like, oh, look, it's Ryan Reynolds. It's Dwayne Johnson. It's Gal Gadot. of course, we're going to make a ton of money. So like they they set out. I mean, obviously, every studio sets out to make money on a movie. But like this was almost like a Frankenstein monster design of like, Oh, what are the demos showing will be the most successful. Let's get those together. And then, yeah, here we go. Sprinkle in some action and comedy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, I I think,
1: go ahead. No, go ahead. Go Go ahead.
2: ahead. No, go.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, I mean, the rock you has, and, he's done a lot of stuff with universal like sky like skyscraper and um, rampage, a bunch I of think. other movies yeah rampage yeah. i was gonna i couldn't remember the name of that subpar movie but i heard that was <laughs> actually not bad but it's like it's like yeah it's almost like they put it in a mixer of like how to make the the perfect ideal movie and it's like all right let's get these three actors all right what are we gonna make it action adventure and it's like where are we gonna go all these locations and it's like yeah sprinkle in a little comedy sprinkle, sprinkle in a little romance and it's like you know, Spring put in cheering. Yeah, yeah, get a get a cameo uh, in there at some point. Um, but yeah, cans. What were you gonna say?
2: Um, on uh, in regards to like the cast, if you look, and you know, a lot of these like action movies, they at least have one or two like supporting characters that you like realize and like know who they are. The other than these three people, the other two major characters, which are, uh, I guess, the one was he a drug lord or the guy, the art guy, the guy. Voto yeah yeah you know I, he is popular from doing i and i looked at his imdb which i actually he shows up in arrested development and the office as like as like side characters yeah i'm like oh it's it's that guy i thought it was luke perry but then a i realized luke perry had passed away and b and when i looked <laughs> i saw it looks just like him i really it threw me i really i was like when did they film this um but the other main character was the detective who Detective Das, who the only other thing I've seen her in is the Umbrella Academy. I don't know her from anything anywhere else. And yeah. they probably paid them like like compared to what the three people were getting. They probably paid peanuts. them in, in peanuts. <laughs> yes, not not even peanuts. <laughs> um, They got a game like salt from like like a shop, right? <laughs> and. I uh I think that's like just an indication of how much these three were getting paid. If it's if like two hundred million went to like the budget was two hundred million because it just that's absurd. Like I yeah. I didn't even know what these pe- the, the two people's names were, and yeah, I had like looked them up. And they I, I I would love to see how much they made on this. Probably nothing. Probably get to probably get to do it. Like they'll probably get on sign on for another season of rest de- development.
1: Yeah, I was going to say for the uh, for the villain, he had a good run on uh, Silicon Valley, if anybody's ever watched that on HBO Max. Uh, Good show. But he he plays a a real big, um, a real big jerk, I should say, and a real big scumbag. And uh, he plays it really well. I love the voice. It almost felt like Daniel Plainview in like how deep he was going with his voice. But it was uh, it was a little bit laying on a little thick, Uh, but at least he was having fun. I mean, at least he saw what this movie was and was like, okay, we're just doing whatever we want here. Um, So also some problems I had was the blatant advertisements, like uh, right in the beginning in Rome, when he's driving away, it's a blatant kind of Porsche ad for five seconds before the car crashes. This isn't like the first 10 minutes. Um, I even think I, I, I didn't see it or remember it, but Dwayne Johnson apparently has some type of alcohol that he's affiliated with that like he ends up term on a tequila. Movie. Yeah, yeah, and Ryan Reynolds too. Like he goes back Zabieter in the uh, Valley. Yeah. yeah, so it's uh, and then um, Greg, I think there was one more you noted, right? There was the uh, the Coke thing or something in the beginning.
0: Oh yeah, I don't know if that specifically was Coke or not, but yeah, that was. Oh my god! <laughs> so the <laughs> Dwayne Johnson confiscates like a can of Coke. What what looks for all intents and purposes to be a can of yeah. Coke um from a kid and just pours it on this egg to prove that it's fake and dude i i gave such a hard eye roll on that that was the moment and we're we're talking like not even 10 minutes into the movie and i'm like all right i know exactly what i'm in store for and it's gonna be a long ride like this
2: two things with that whole like that whole scene like i love that chase scene out like i thought that was done really well and i'm like all right this is going to be a dumb a really dumb kind of movie where it's just like you know you have silly action and and I, I thought that whole like the whole scene of like how they were filming him escaping like up the scaffolding was really cool yeah but, that was all right yeah and then i and i i will admit i i almost cracked up Like I almost fell out of my seat laughing when the car crashed because they were setting it up for like this big chase. And within four seconds, he crashes into something. I, I I lost it. I was, I thought that was the, that was so funny.
1: I was looking at it and I was like, during the first scene when they drive into Rome and they drive to the museum, I'm like, this looks fake. And I like right away, I'm like, how are, and then like when that scene happens, I'm like, what are they going to show me? I was like, this is going to be awful. And then the car crashes. Like you said, you're like, oh, good. They got out of it. All right,
2: dude. I, I, I was, gonna... I was legit yeah. crap. I almost fell out of my seat because I did not yeah. expect that, but then it's, it's too bad. It was followed by another hour and 45 minutes, but. Oh, good. Well, I'll
0: tell you what wasn't funny. And that was Ryan Reynolds. Uh, he look Ooh. now, I'm not saying I know lots of thieves or master thieves. But uh, he sure didn't act like a master thief. Uh, yeah. You know, Harry, you you nailed it on the head with uh, him basically being Deadpool, but without the mask. And turns out that's really grating to me. Like, I just mm. a, a little bit of Ryan goes a long way if he's not playing Deadpool. And boy, he sure went the distance here. It was just his whole thing was just over the top. And I there was one line in the entire movie that made me chuckle he, that he did say and hands, you'll get to it later. I'm sure. But, uh, but everything else was just cringe. Yeah.
2: And, and I, I actually, I like the chemistry between the rock and Ryan Reynolds, but only because, really? uh, but I, I'm not saying like they're, they do not have like chemistry. Like I'm not comparing it to uh, it, like, I'll go back to Daniel Plainview and uh, Paul Dano and there will be blood. Like I'm not <laughs> talking that kind of chemistry, but it's like, I, I, I think they're kind of like this, this was like cookie cutter acting for both of them, like cookie cutter roles that they've done dozens yeah. of times. And I think they, they, they kind of bounce off each other pretty well only because of it's just like how, like, but I'm not saying like, Oh yeah. my God, I need to see another Ryan Reynolds and rock movie. Cause I ne- I honestly wouldn't there if they make a red notice too, which they probably are going to do. I don't want to see it ever, but um. It just, I think they, they bounced each other. They, their comedy kind of like comedy bounced off pretty, like was, was good. And I liked some of their like lines to each other, but I mean, they're, I think that was one of the stronger parts of the movie. I thought it was good chemistry, but it's not like, it's not like Oscar win Like I, I wouldn't parodies to as the best like pair in a,
0: in an action movie, you know, like, I, I I disagree wholeheartedly <laughs> with that. I didn't I guess yeah, yeah like I
2: and I understand what you guys are saying. Like I, I I guess it's like kind of saying it's like I it's not good chemistry, but I, I see like how it worked for me because of how like you know it's just I don't know. Well you're a big Ryan uh, Reynolds guy too. So. I am, but but yeah. I'll agree with like Greg wh- and you too, like where it is Deadpool with it's Deadpool yeah, without the yeah, mask. Yeah. where too much like I like Ryan Reynolds some of the serious stuff, and I think that like this was this was peak Ryan Reynolds of like 10 years ago before Deadpool where all he did was like and even like the hitman's bodyguard or I saw that like that was this, he did the same thing in that too like at some point you got to like show some range dude like you got to you got to get out of well, Deadpool and these goofy movies and do some serious stuff again That's
1: Yeah fun. I mean for me yeah I I, I think uh, Greg was going to get to it but yeah I didn't feel any chemistry from anybody in this movie um Even, you know, we'll get to the end in the last couple of minutes when we talk about it. But, um, you know, on a positive note, what I think Chris was trying to spend. I did enjoy the kind of the heist scene in Valencia. Like, I'm always down for like a heist, even if it's like small. And it's like, don't get me wrong, it wasn't a grand heist or, you know, and then the plan they were making up sounded ridiculous. Um, But like watching it happen in action and the suspense with it, I felt like was a small plus for the movie. I don't know what you guys thought about that or if you had another plus that you enjoyed
0: so that did nothing for me <laughs> um, i just i, I just really? thought it was generic i this whole movie okay, is just generic um i if there's one positive with this movie i would say it's gal gadot's performance i really enjoyed her um i think everybody else uh Anstin. which is isn't, isn't many uh but everybody else kind of phoned it in and just did lesser versions of characters that they've done before. Gal Gadot was interesting and, and kind of new and fresh for me, her take on a villain. Mm-hmm. Um, so I enjoyed it. And look, I'm not saying it was the greatest performance either, but it was good for what it was. And it was the only thing that stood out for me. Uh, Hans, what do you got, man? You got any other positives? No. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i am trying to think.
2: Um, I just want to go, like I'll bounce off like your Gal Gadot thought. I didn't think she was a believable villain at all. Hmm. um interesting I, I i think she was Gal gadot like it, it it's just like i i haven't she's an actress i haven't seen her do too much like i feel like every role she's in is very like she has that very like kind of like like smooth talking like you know like she's she always charming
0: yeah
2: i yeah try char- that's a good word for it charming but I just I, I I didn't even know who was a villain in this movie. Like by the, the second half of the movie, I didn't know who I'm supposed to be like, who's considered the protagonist yeah. or antagonist. I really don't know. She's probably gonna be a good guy now. And she's I don't, whatever um, the other. The only other thing I could think of, uh, like the other funny part. And I think, uh, Greg, you alluded to this earlier was the one line that Ryan Reynolds says when they're looking for the third egg is when the rocks like, what are they going to label? And he's like, I he says something. He's like, just look for the box with, that says MacGuffin on it which mm, I yeah. thought is delivered so well. And like, you know, as movie fans know, like the term of MacGuffin, like they I thought that was like just uh, that's a that's very like Ryan Reynolds like delivery. And, you know, I, I would hope like maybe that was like ad libbed. It was it was pretty genius. But um that's my other positive. I can't think of anything. <laughs> a, else. a
0: single line <laughs> of that's, dialogue. Too-
2: <laughs> oh, there yeah, was I another. Mean... There was another line too that Gal Gadot says, and I, and I forget what it was, and I and I thought I wrote it down, but I don't think I did. But it just it was really dumb. If I think of it, I'll. I, I like it, I, it was like face. <laughs> it was like early where I was just like, oh my god, like what, like what is she talking <laughs> yeah. about?
1: Yeah, I mean, going off the gal gal energy, um, I really kind of enjoyed it. And I'll be interested to see, like, I know she was cast as the evil queen Queen in the new Snow White. And uh, she's going to be Cleopatra, I think, which was announced. So Mm -hmm. I'll be interested to see, like, like, I'd like to see a different side of her because I think this is, I mean, we can all agree. These are three actors who, for us, like, are never going to be probably up for any Academy Awards. Um, So it's like they kind of play to their notes and their strengths and it's like, they kind of go with that. And for me, this just felt like, you know, seeing Ryan Reynolds in free guy earlier this year was, you could definitely tell he at least is like more of a bubbly guy and more of a positive guy. But like, I mean, there's still, you know, the Ryan Reynolds quips or the, you know, the, I mean, it's really hard for him to shed that Deadpool skin and for Dwayne the Rock Johnson, it's like, he has to be like the hero and everything. I mean, I'm thinking about Jungle Cruise. Like I didn't feel like his chemistry with Emily Blunt was too great besides maybe a couple moment, moments in that movie. But I mean, yeah, just the three of them really just didn't really bring too much range. Besides, like I said, I think Gal was a little bit like clever, like had a little bit more to do or more to chew on. But like, again, it wasn't, you know, as earth shattering, like we talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, also, late in the movie, there's uh, they switch over to like kind of a treasure hunt um, with like Nazi, like uh, you know, hidden bunker, Hitler's hidden bunker, and all this stuff. And I'm I was just thinking the whole time I was like, why wasn't this like the start of the movie and the whole beginning of the movie? Like, why couldn't we make it like these two, you know, people are hunting for it, and this one is also hunting for it? Like, I felt like this movie took so long to get going and like for us to understand exactly what's happening. Um, and then just like I was watching that, and there's a nice little Raiders reference in there, uh, when they go to find the bunker, which I thought was you know cheese, but got a little chuckle out of me, not gonna lie. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of uh, didn't hate that part, but this felt like to me, and again, I know we talked about it, but like kind of like a bad video game movie like adaptation, a bad classic movie of like we're gonna go back to old Hollywood in action adventure movies, or like a bad book adaptation of like. Hey, here's the book of them going all these lavish places, and we're actually gonna, you know, just slap it together and, and figure it out. So this movie just has uh, bad written all over it. So,
0: yeah, I, I had a note that like in another timeline, this could have been an awesome, like less actiony version of like a, a Robert Langdon story, you know, Dan Brown's yeah, character. that's a great so, call. Yeah, yeah, um, but unfortunately, we're not in that timeline, and this is what we got. <laughs> Yeah, so, doesn't work. I don't know. It doesn't work. Um, well. out of five it stars, what, what did you guys rate it? What would one. you rate it? A one. A
2: one. A one. Uh, why was Ed Sheeran in this movie?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: it, brutal it, cameo. Just get a couple. Get a couple bills. And,
2: yeah, and, and he I'm referenced not, his I,
1: other brutal
0: cameo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good, that's so. yeah.
2: I, and I don't even like. I, I, I'm not an Ed Sheeran hater. I mean, you know, he did sing our I like his songs, music, but yeah, I, yeah, it's not bad. But like. Just like he why did, make you, the you song think.
1: for my wedding.
2: He made the song <laughs> for my wedding, and specifically uh, so for Thank it. you for that, Ed. And yeah. uh, I, I just like I it, it did not belong in this movie. And then you know when he screams, he walks away. He's like, "I'm Ed Sheeran." And I'm like, I'm in Game right.
1: of Thrones. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah. Of course you're gonna you're gonna reference your other most hated cameo. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. He should have been dressed like a Game of Thrones character. Uh, Hair. What are you rating this out of five? So I gave
1: it I gave it a two out of five. Uh, I think I'm a little sometimes more generous than you guys are. Uh, You know, as me, I like to ride the gray ride the middle. Um, I gave it one star for gal's performance and I gave it one for some small, you know, positives that I like the heist part. um, The kind of like treasure hunt at the end was okay, And that's uh, about it. So that's where
2: my other star came from for it. So this whole movie was just people lying to one another. (laughs) <laughs> like yeah In other words, it's the real world no, no yeah <laughs> <laughs> now one person told the truth and even That's like at true. the end like why like now why am i rooting for like who i guess the rock was a bad guy through the whole thing why am i rooting for him in red notice too when they go to i guess the yeah. Louvre to steal something mm-hmm. another but, fake uh another fake shot another fake i will egg say egg i will say for egg.
1: anybody who's i mean we really haven't spoiled anything so i i won't do that but For anybody, there's a there's a double cross or like a a twist ending that gets ruined by another twist ending, which I absolutely hated. Which then gets ruined
2: by another twist ending, I think. Yeah, It just it's like it it just doesn't stop. Yeah,
1: it basically sets it up for a sequel to like be able to have a sequel. And look, I mean, if the second trailer comes, if another trailer for the second one comes out and it like looks cool, I might be in. Um, Maybe they'll get somebody. But like, yeah, yeah. you know, one of the questions I wrote I wrote down, because, you know, as as we've talked throughout, you know, our time, you know, there, there's, there's
0: a Netflix. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Hold now on one second. I just wanted to oh, throw no, in my review real, real quick. Oh, well, God. no, I was just going to say I'm right in between you guys. I gave it one and a half stars. Oh, look so, at us. Yes. Wow, we're really all three all of us notes. right in a row. Uh, but yes, you were talking about Netflix.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, look at us. One, one and a half and two. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen it already. Check don't. it out. Don't <laughs> uh, remember that in the uh, Quentin Tarantino uh, Grindhouse trailer. Don't. Did you guys see that? No, like was years ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Well, don't. Um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so Netflix movies like this, I feel like is your prototypical Netflix movie, you know, because I feel like there's Netflix is so big now. It's almost like the go-to even before theaters, I think even before like any other streaming service, no matter how many of them decide to come out or to land content. You know, I know HBO max just announced that they're doing the Harry Potter, like revisit with like interviews with like the cast now. And it's like, cool. You're not going to be doing the levels of Netflix does in my opinion, Um, at least subscribers anyway. So like, what do you guys look for in a Netflix movie? Like if this is like, obviously as we talked about, like on the low end of the scale, like, what is something that you guys would like? I mean, I think we've touched on this differently, but like, why do you guys are subscribed to Netflix? What are you looking for with it? I guess is what I'm asking.
2: Well, the first thing, you know, I mean, Netflix, I, how old is Netflix now? Like they were doing the DV thing about like, I feel like 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you have a, a DVD laying around that you haven't returned yet? No,
1: I took care of it. I took care of it.
2: I had a, I have
0: a $700 late fee. So, did they send yeah, you the so next? The...
2: Did they, didn't they? What did you have? Didn't they send, did they send you another one? Yeah. So Into the Wild
1: I had for about five years. Um, and it sat in my house. And then I finally just gave up on it because I thought I lost it when I moved. And they gave me the next movie, which was Green Street Hooligans. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I've never watched either one of these movies. Oh. So they sent me. They sent me both of them of those movies. And then I finally found uh, into the wild and I put them together and I canceled my DVD subscription and sent it back to them. They then told me now this is Netflix fixed it, but they then told me that I didn't send them the DVDs after, I since I closed it and they charged me for both of them. And then they got both of them and they said, Hey, we'll refund it. But, um. Yeah. If you don't send your DVDs back to them, it's like you know they charge you pretty much for like the whole movie. It's like fifteen bucks or something. So. What a
0: mess. Well, yeah, post I'll... postmortem mortem to that. Into the Wild is a great movie, and it's streaming on Netflix, so you don't have to worry about losing the disc. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh,
2: yeah. Sorry. So we threw out a little nice bit. Nice little. Nice little tangent. Um, like I don't honestly like I don't think I don't really watch too much red like Netflix movies. I'm more invested in, in their their TV shows. Right. um i think i think some of their stuff is is like great but i i think a lot like i i'm trying to like see what like what their most popular movies were and i i saw um wasn't it like was Bird the, box
0: that's gotta be i one didn't want to see i didn't like yeah, i didn't bird watch bird, i watched there. like
2: 20 minutes of bird box and i like wasn't interested Man, i watched I six underground with ryan reynolds which is which wasn't that good like i actually want to watch the guilty with jake gyllenhaal hmm. and um and the harder they fall, like I, those are two that I'm like really interested in, but I'm more like interested in their TV, um, their TV like department. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. Triple frontier. I remember that one. That was, that was, all that was right. solid. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they're like very mediocre because I, they're one of those, I, I think they're, they're one of, you know, one of those companies that they're like, you give them a billion dollars and they're going to look at and say like, we can make five quality shows or we can make. 17
0: adam sandler movies
2: (laughs) exactly yeah like we can sign adam sandler to a six movies halloween baby let's go that is that is like like, yeah like we're getting all these like terrible terrible products because they're like looking at of we're just going to keep farting them out and and what you know and people are going to watch it because they they get these movies with big names but uh, i don't i don't fall for it i'm not you know Maybe a couple times I, did. I fell for it. I
0: fell for it only because of Red Notice because we did it for the show. That that was it. Right. Uh, for me, I'm kind of on the same um, track as you, uh, Hans. I mainly subscribe to Netflix for the series. I mean, it, even uh, offline, Harry and I were just talking about Tiger King, too, and I'm excited to watch that. Cowboy Bebop comes out. This what point. a I'm excited for what that! What a world we live in that we have a Tiger King 2 that came out today. <laughs> I know it's glorious. Um, but yeah, as far as movies go, I mean, I just they they offer little interest to me. So there's been very few that I've seen, and there's been even less that I've enjoyed. Uh, on, in fact, I think I can count precisely the only Netflix movies I enjoyed. I I liked Bright with Will Smith, and uh, was Joel Edgerton the other? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard that was good. Yeah, I liked The Irishman, uh, which Harry reminded me about because I, I forgot about that. And then was was a Marriage Story, um, Netflix. Yeah, that yeah, was Netflix okay. as well. Yeah. so that was pretty good also. Everything else you can throw straight in the trash can. There's just nothing I nothing else I've enjoyed, and I just I'm not into the Netflix movies. This yeah. one drew me solely based on the cast and I was like okay you know let me give this a shot I didn't watch a trailer for it had I I probably would have skipped it but Mm. um, yeah this I don't know so there's your answer for me (laughs) yeah I mean
1: no I mean those are good both good points I mean we talked about squid game recently and that you know was a phenomenon that kind of hit really well and I yeah and I, I think I think what the Netflix can do really well is do those series that like stand out as opposed to doing movies. Um, I think they have the movie and like, this is the number one thing on Netflix right now. I mean, I, I know they don't title it as like, you know, their top 10, it's like their top 10, but it could be anything. And this is number one um, as of last night when I watched, um, you know, my question is, is like, who is this for? And I mean, it seems like just for anybody who's interested in any of these three actors to like, check it out. And, You know, Netflix's data, you know, for people who don't know, like they I think they had it set up where it was like if you watched not even a minute of the movie, like they counted that as a view for it. So, you know, even if you were like, nah, I'm out on this and like just accidentally started it like that's that counts as a watch for them. So I'll be interested to see, you know, what the next thing takes the number one spot, but yeah, it's hard to it's hard to go to Netflix and be like, "What's top content right now for us to watch?" Um, you know, as a barometer to be like, "Yeah, this
2: is this is going to be good,"
1: because most times it's usually
2: not. You know what? A good e- example of this movie is like, say, and, and you know, at one point we all worked for the theater industry, is that <laughs> someone would come up and buy a ticket for this, like maybe five six years ago, and say, like, "I want one for the The Rock Ryan Reynolds movie." They would not know what the movie is or what it's called. It's like you know, when older yeah. people come up and say, like, I want the one with Robert Redford, like, yeah, they don't know the name of it. They Redford just know that picture. they just know that Robert Redford's in it. So th- that's yeah. how I like this. This is how I feel like if it was released in theaters, yeah. it would be more like, oh, the new rock movie. Like they, they yeah. wouldn't even know what it was about.
0: You know, kind of similar to what you mentioned earlier, hair about, you know, who is this movie for? I kind of went off on a little tangent in my letterbox review because I was like, this, this is just like, a soulless void of a movie. Like yeah, it's not furthering the art form of cinema anymore. It's not part of an overall story, like, you know, a fast franchise or a Marvel cinematic universe. It's none of those things. It's not even like, even like if you, if you like mindless popcorn flicks, which I, I enjoy those. Don't get me wrong. I will watch the cheesiest horror movies out there. (laughs) But like, this is not that it's just this void that exists unto itself. And it was made solely to make money. And that's why it has no heart. And it came off the way it did. So (laughs) I I just, I don't know. It's, it's depressing to know that there's a movie like this out there. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, it'll be interesting to see with with Netflix because I know they always try to do a couple movies a year to like, like you mentioned Irishman and, and Marriage Story to like kind of be in the Oscar conversation. And I think something, you know, as much as we're trashing this movie, I think something smart that Netflix does is they try to appeal to everybody and anybody. You know, they'll have their high end Netflix movies. They'll have their series that you can jump into. They'll have something like, you know, when they had friends on there forever, they had the office on there forever where you can go to to the binge. They'll have new content. And it's just they, what they do a really good job of is just appealing to anybody and everybody of any race, ethnicity, background, you know, something that you can relate to um, or at least like dive into. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll be interested to see, you know, I think power of the dog and don't look up um, which that trailer just dropped recently. I'll be interested to see if those movies can kind of, you know, be like, Hey, look, we're, you know, throwing out some, uh, some heavy hitters again. So, um, but yeah, I mean, listen, if you've seen red notice, let us know what you thought um you know otherwise if you haven't you know maybe maybe skip that one maybe maybe save yeah. your uh your netflix watch with you know significant other or friend for for something else your hard-earned
0: free time should go to something better Throw
1: on squid games Throw on squid game and get into that if you haven't
2: just watch walking
0: go. tall instead <laughs> i would
2: prefer watch any walking rock movie
0: yes uh, all right. That's enough blood out of this stone. Let's move on. So we're going to talk <laughs> a lot about... more times
2: talking about that than I thought we were going to.
0: We did actually. <laughs> uh, so let's move on to Eternals. Um, so Eternals for me, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't think it was the, the greatest Marvel movie out there, but I think it was uh, pretty good. Um, I enjoyed it more than uh black widow, but not as much as Shang-Chi. Um, what I think I liked most about this movie is just, it was very heady stuff compared to your typical Marvel fare. Um, You know, they, they have the concepts of what is good and what is evil and do the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few uh, in this movie. Um, The few being, you know, one planet versus the needs of the many being the entire universe and and galaxy. So uh, just stuff that you don't normally get from Marvel. Um, and I, I enjoyed that. I thought the diversity of the cast was fantastic. Um, love it. Yeah. It, it was great to see people from, uh, vastly different backgrounds, um, all, you know, playing together in major roles. Uh, for me, the standouts of the cast were Selma Hayek and Brian Tyree Henry. Um, richard madden i actually had a conversation with our buddy tim about this he was a little one note uh to both of us yeah very wooden yeah and it's it's weird because you know i I haven't seen him in a ton of other stuff but what i have seen him in he doesn't come across as that uh but in this movie he was he was wooden is uh, just a perfect uh descriptor um score i thought was great And, you know, designs. I loved the celestial designs, but I wasn't big on the costume designs. I don't think they had enough of that Jack Kirby magic that really made them pop in the comics. Um, So, I mean, those are just some of my initial thoughts. I'll I'll go through some more stuff in a bit. But uh, what initial thoughts did you guys have? so how about you? Uh, I agree that
2: Richard Madden did seem wooden. Like, And I don't like I've only seen him in this in Game of Thrones. So I don't know, like I don't think I've ever seen him in anything else. You ever see Game of Thrones? Just yeah, just... I've seen Game of Thrones. We've had this discussion before. I've seen Game of <sighs> Thrones. I didn't see episode, I didn't see seasons like five and six. Um, <laughs> but he was already gone by then. So yeah, he was <laughs> gone <laughs> by then. You're you're a real piece of work, I tell you. <laughs> um but I yeah, I mean, I saw him in all his Game of Thrones glory until the Red Wedding, and then this. Um Spoiler, alert, yeah, like I, I do it. I I think there's a lot of good chemistry between um, between the cast, especially between um, Cersei and um, and Sprite or Sprint S- Sprite, right? Sprite, Sprite. No, you're right. I put yeah. Sprint. Um, like the soda. I'm gonna. <laughs> and w- one thing I not did the not. free ads. <laughs> <laughs> I did not put this in the um, in my notes, but this was the best ver- PG version of the Watchmen that we could possibly get um
1: interesting take
2: this is and An i, I, I like praise that. the watchman till till the day i die and i think that like it's very similar in its design where it's you have a group of you know a group of superheroes who are like you know like greg said trying to decide like what what are the call co- like what what is the right cost like should we be you know and and that's pretty much the point of the the Watchmen, where they even go back to certain points in um in time to show them like quarrel in and like how they disagree which you know then they're they at the end they have to fight a, a more powerful version of them and it's 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 a very similar formula to how the watchman was was kind of created um but with that being said i did think the as much as i love the Watchmen, um eternals I would honestly put this like maybe pushing into my top 10 for the MCU, maybe like Ooh. close to that, like 10 to 12 area. Um, I, I thought like I thought the action in this was great. Um, I do think it was slow at points, but I think it was slow for the for the purpose of moving the story forward. It wasn't I didn't think there were any, any unnecessary parts. Um, I liked how this had nothing to do with previous MCU stories other than noticing that, or even uh, other than um, saying like, you know, where were you during Thanos's, you know, during like why mm. didn't you help stop Thanos or other issues that happened? Yeah. Um, but I, I think that's what made it interesting is because like you don't, even post-credit scenes don't even tie into current MCU stuff going on. Um, and I thought it's cool to build a world like your, your, their goal is to build, another world inside of the MCU where eventually it's going to collide with the the overall story. Um, But I just thought it was like kind of fresh from a Marvel standpoint. And I I thought it introduced a lot of really cool characters. Um, I think that the action was, uh, was very cool, like very like top notch, like more of recent um, Marvel movies that I've seen. Like I still think Shang-Chi like is a little more of a little better in terms of the action but um yeah i mean i love the whole like the last 40 minutes of the movie like kind of you know really kept me in my seat um so i was you know i i I thought it was definitely one of the stronger mcus that i mcu movies that i've seen recently but how what do you think
1: yeah i kind of think the opposite if i'm going to be honest with it just uh um, I mean, I think I think Greg is probably somewhere knew that was middle coming of us. Uh well, yeah, I mean, this is typical for me. Um, for, for those who don't know, uh, I'm not always the hugest fan of Marvel movies, or I think they could do more and they do less. Um, so the first for the first hour of this movie, and, and Greg, well, I'll start off where I thought I think it's 19th on my Marvel list. Um, I gave it wow. three out of five. I gave it three out of five stars, dude. I'm telling you, man, go go create a list and try to put it ahead of something, and then all of a sudden you'll be pausing. And I know but, you'll put it ahead of Captain Marvel.
0: Oh uh, uh, yeah, for sure. Not yet. So <laughs> it's still and I have Captain Marvel ahead
1: of this, but yeah, just
0: for posterity's sake, I had it at 16th on my yeah. list. Yeah, so I think Greg's somewhere in the middle
1: of us, mm-hmm. um, which sounds about right. I gave it three out of yeah. five on my on my letterbox because there were some things that I enjoyed about this movie, but I'm gonna go with the negatives just to bounce off of Chris here. Um, I was really thrown off in the first hour of the film. I felt like there was way too many characters being introduced way too much time jumping with like where we're at with things and I'm not saying I I couldn't understand it all but it just felt like really slow to kind of get to like what the big deal was and all they were doing for the most part is just like and especially in the last half, especially with Kit Harrington's character, which I think a lot about in this movie is just like, hey, we're going to say something about him, but not just yet. Hey, Richard Madden, he's not really being expressive. We'll tell you later. And it's like, can we just like get to like talking about like what the issue is instead of teasing this out for two and a half hours? Uh, way too long of a movie, too. Um, but I, when you have all these characters, I think there was 10 uh, Eternals. Like I get why it's two and a half hours. But um, yeah, it just felt like way too much. And, you know, Kit Harington, he doesn't play a very big role in this movie and they just kind of use him for world building to like put him in the universe as they hint at towards the end credit scene. And if you haven't seen the end credit scene, why are you watching Marvel movies if you don't stick around for the end credits? <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they're hinting at him having more of a role and. Um, but yeah, Richard Madden really let me down in this movie too. Just touching base on that really quick before I throw it back to you guys. He obviously Game of Thrones we talked about. He has a small role in Rocket Man, a very small role in 1917. Um, and this, besides the bodyguard, which is actually on Netflix, funny enough, um, I think it was like a BBC Netflix production, which they do a lot of, which I love. Um, love catching British stuff on uh, on Netflix. Keep that up. Um, he's really good in the bodyguard, but in this, he just felt totally out of place compared to the other characters, especially when you compare him to Kumail. And when you even compare him to Brian, Tyree, Brian, Tyree Henry, where it's just like, I felt like they were in different movies than he was. Um, And it's just, it's just really odd to me that he was so like, I don't know if he was going for some Superman type vibe where it's like, I got to be stoic and, you know, or it's the fact that he's dealing with the issues that he does in the film where it's like, he has to keep that all hidden but just really, really let down by him in this movie. So
2: hmm.
1: I don't know if he, you guys—he uh... basically
2: is Superman. Like, that's why they powers are. Yeah, they even joke about it. They say like it's Superman. He's like, I don't wear a cape. Like, all right, like yeah. he just hilarious. He, his delivery is just like so. Like, pfft. but it does it. Like the rest of the cast do not like. I, I feel like it just he did even not even
1: Cersei have like don't really have too much chemistry either. I know they're supposed to be like two lovers for centuries but like i don't know they seem like they've been together too long and uh no chem, not too much chemistry there that's
0: that's fair um so i will say i didn't have a note about it but uh kit harrington's dane whitman i was a little let down and before i saw the movie i thought about hey is it possible that they just have this character in here just to like reference as like a wink and a nod. And I was hoping that that wouldn't be the route that they took, but sure enough, it was, um, he because, literally
1: had like three scenes in this movie. And yeah. One of them and, I
0: think is via his FaceTime. And I think, I think like, you know, he did okay for what he had in terms of a performance. Um, he was kind of like the human element of things that, that I guess yeah. uh, a human anchor compared to all of these ancient beings. But um, yeah, it was just, it, it definitely left me wanting way more than what we got. So it's a little disappointing, but I'm hoping maybe there's going to be a Disney plus series that comes out of this. Um, I don't think uh, he'll get his own movie. Who knows if he'll be in an in Eternals too, if they decide to make that. But um, I think a Disney Plus show is is where it's at. Um, also,
1: oh, yeah, go ahead. Also, I was going to say wild to me that he decides to play a character who needs to carry a sword and look so brooding after uh, his Game of Thrones run where he said he's talked about it, where he said that really like stressed me out. I'm like, what am I going to do afterwards? And he just, I guess, decided I'm going to pick up a sword again and run around like a like a knight. So, I mean, oh. he does a good job at it, but.
0: Yeah, for sure. But I mean, now he's got that MCU money, baby. <laughs> well, yeah. Listen,
1: yeah. If MCU and you know falls, you're in good hands. It's
0: not yeah, like I mean, you know Feige's going to let people down. Uh um, And are we
2: are we going through like I guess going through spoiler at this point? Like, yeah, absolutely. This is a spoiler podcast, people baby. Can. So people, going people on that know. note, he goes and, and, and if correct me if I'm wrong, you know I'm not the biggest Game of Thrones fan, but isn't he the what is he the the, the knight the Knights of the Black? Is that what they're called? Oh, and now gosh. he. And this the, guy MC who watched four seasons of Game of Thrones. I don't remember. Is it Knights of the Black? Is that what it's called? The Night's Watch. The Night's Watch. I thought now. they had now, like the another. Knights of the
1: Black. I love
2: it. I thought that no, wait, dude, that's from something. <laughs> I got it confused. Um, but whatever. But now he's the Black Knight. So yes, at least leading to bl- it.
1: Yes. And now his watch is ended, so he's gonna be the Black Knight. <laughs>
2: I'm such oh, a. It's goon. just
1: beginning. <laughs>
0: um so harry you mentioned uh nanjiani (laughs) and his role as kingo uh absolutely love Kamel. granted this wasn't a stretch for him acting wise which i was kind of hoping it would be um but i love Kamel as he is so i was happy to see him uh his character kingo was awesome uh interesting decision to take him out of the final fight what did you guys think about that that I was, thought he was
2: going to show back yeah. up, but he didn't.
0: And I honestly forgot he was even in the movie at
2: that point. Cause I think like after like you have the, the, the battle or the fight at the end, I'm yeah. like, I, I, he showed back up at the end. I'm like, Oh yeah. Like he legit sat this one so, out. So yeah. I, I think normal Marvel, more, more normal Marvel movies would have had him show back up and like save the day somehow. Nah, he just pieced out. He's like, oh, I'll just watch it on TV somewhere.
0: I mean, I like the decision because, yes, it's not the traditional route. And it shows he's a character with strong morals. I mean, he flat out told Icarus, look, I think that you're right. And, you know, I, I would follow you, but uh, I don't want to fight my brothers and sisters. And so, you know, he he sat it out. And I think I think that was he said, May the best story.
1: person win, even if I die.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the call, Harry? <laughs> Let, well, listen, if somebody rides the gray, I love it. Um, you know, decided not to jump in at all on either side. Uh, really, really a big fan of that. But um, yeah, I would say, honestly, when I first watched it, I didn't really notice until I was reading or listening to something and they were talking about it. And I was like, wait. And I was like, he, yeah, he just, he just said I wasn't going to fight. I don't know if that was maybe COVID related with shooting where maybe he just wasn't available or maybe it was at a certain point and they couldn't, you know, CGI it or they didn't want it to look shoddy. Um, but like you said, I think to his story, and that is the one thing I will give the movie credit for as much as I've been bashing it a little bit. Um, the people who've spent probably the most time integrating themselves with people of earth or trying to be a person of earth, they really do stand out with their either mannerisms or the way they act, you know, Brian, Terry, Henry, Kumail, Sprite, um, And uh, even uh, Gemma Chan's uh, Cersei, like they all like kind of at least have some and even Selma Hayek, like you said, Greg. Um, So I will say, like, I kind of try to remember that, like, these are like alien creatures that are like on our planet for like thousands of years. And it's like, yeah, they probably might get a little bored or a little bit sick of Earth like we all do every day when we have to clock in and then Facts. leave at five. <laughs> and So like, it, it's a grind. Um, I get it. But um, you know, th- even with that, I felt like, I don't know. I felt like the movie was trying to be two things. And this is, this is my big thing with Marvel is like, sometimes I feel like they try to do too much instead of sticking to one thing. And just kind of like, when I first saw the trailer for Eternals, I thought it was going to be more, you know, stoic or more, you know, serious. And it kind of like, you know, when Kumail shows up, it definitely takes a turn, which I enjoy. And like you said, I definitely enjoy Kumail, but it just, I don't know. I, the
0: vibes just felt a little off. Mm, that's fair. Um, talking about that final fight. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I thought that it was pretty cool. It, it was a better version of what we got in justice league when they all fought Superman <laughs> um (laughs) this is uh this is the mcu's uh improved version but the one thing that um kind of stuck out to me and i I don't know if they explained it with a line or and it was something i missed or what but like it, it seemed like they needed all of the eternals or as many as possible to give their energy so they could stop the celestial and it ended up just being like two or three eternals giving their energy i think it was like druig fasto and uh and cersei and and that was it so it's like oh yeah i guess we don't need all that energy to to stop this giant massive world destroying thing so that came off a little corny to me it was like oh it only took you know a third of our forces to to handle this um other than that i oh go ahead no, like, and I saw that point
2: that you had on here, and I, and I, again, I don't know if I missed something with the line. Like, the, I don't know if the bracelets, like, tri- like, basically, like the ones that they were wearing, if they, like, just sent energy to Cersei or not. Like, I don't know if, like, they had to be present. I that's what I was kind of thinking, but they all weren't like focusing in because they were all trying to stop Icarus. Right. So I, like, I, I agree that was a little like. I I think I remember thinking like she's doing this all by herself i think like drew i think drew there but it's for he's not doing anything like he's just like it's all cersei so it was
0: just a weird like plot hole i guess um so i don't know but that's my thoughts on eternals any uh any oh you know what i'm sorry there was one other thing the deviants (laughs) i know that they're necessary for the story they're a big part of the eternals in the comics and you know they're primary antagonists but uh i just i did not like the design of the deviants in this they reminded me of like transformers bad cgi where like it's just kind of like a jumble of i don't even know a creature like it's not well defined it's almost like an amorphous blob with tentacles and teeth um and then uh the deviants themselves I mean there was only one that had a speaking role and it's kind of hard to be intimidated when they're they're not getting that much screen time to see how dangerous they are and all that stuff I don't know I just as much as I want them in the movie I feel like they probably could have been cut and just had all the drama come from the inner struggles of the uh the eternals themselves so uh but that's my thoughts on the deviants um you guys have any final thoughts on eternals
2: yeah I I'll, I'll agree with the Deviants. they didn't necessarily need to be in this movie like I I at one point I think, what's his crow I think I looked up is the main the main one who fights um Thena yeah and he's really just like like I don't know why he's there like I like at one point he's helping them and then him and Thena start like Thena wants to um wants to kill him and then like just it, it that whole storyline like I, I, it started off as like the main reason of why, you know, why the Eternals were there. But then you find out it's like the Celestials created the, the, the Deviants. And it's just like, it just got, it, it just caused a little more too much, like too much in an already kind of busy movie, I guess is a way, good way to put it. Mm-hmm. And they, they reminded me like it, the purpose of them, the Deviants was like, basically like the Chitauri in the Avengers. Like they're mm. easily killable. Like they like, I'm um, well not easily like they were getting they were getting beat up pretty bad, but um, but like they're just like throwaway characters or throwaway creatures, and I mean you assume they're all gone, and then you know one or two come back, and I think well one or two I think it's like six of them, like it's not like an army of deviants, it's literally like six of them, and they all get wiped out pretty quick, other than one who transforms. Um, I think that I think you could have gotten rid of them. And like you said, like they're necessary, I guess to the story, but you could have put them halfway through the movie and had them and then introduced the new threat of Icarus in the second half. And you didn't need to include them in the, uh, in that last battle. Like I thought it was just kind of a little too much with everything going on. Um, yeah. But those are my thoughts Um, with the final battle. Like I loved it. I love the design of the celestials. Like you get a good look at them in earlier MCU movies, like in guardians, I think they're in there. Mm. Um, but like they are, I I think the last scene where right before the eternals are taken away by, um, by, and I keep, I always pronounce his name wrong. Um, what is it? Um, Mm -hmm.
0: Arisham,
2: right before they take them away, like you see him in like, basically from the skyline. Like I thought that whole, like how that was shot was like really cool. Like you get to see like, how big these things actually are. Um yeah. So I think I think that was pretty neat. I think it added some stakes to to their story. Um I know Harry, you said it's like a typical ending to uh like an MCU movie. I don't think so. Like mm. I think the fact that like they're like the he like the celestial came through. Like normally this would be like a post credit scene. Like this is the end of the actual movie where it's just like nah right. like we're here. Like and you know we're gonna like, if we want to, you can literally flick Earth, like, with no problem <laughs> into the sun. Like, Earth's a soccer ball to them.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, which is a little. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say it's interesting because I don't know what the ratio is supposed to be. But, like, that baby celestial, like, you'd think it would, like, crack the Earth in half when it was born, given yeah. the size of Arashem. But instead, oh, it's yeah. just, like, it just grows up st- out of the depths.
2: That foot should have hit or or it's like or something like a knee should have hit like the core of the earth and sent it hurtling into the sun. But well, maybe you know, maybe baby marble.
1: celestials just aren't as big, you know what I mean? They gotta grow, but yeah. Um little do we know that Aristrom is actually in a squid game, um, playing with marbles, and Earth is one of the marbles that he gets to. That's <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah. nice. <laughs> um that's 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 what uh he gets to do. Um yeah i mean listen there was a minute while chris was talking where i was looking and i uh i looked at my background and i'm the biggest hypocrite because i have an avengers poster uh posted for this pod and uh here i am trashing marvel movies and saying how much i hate them but uh i thought that was funny but um i also think it's pretty wild that uh, we haven't mentioned one word about angelina jolie in this movie and she's probably one of the biggest stars in the movie and she basically is like sidelined for the majority of the movie like i don't I I read somewhere that she wanted to actually be a part of the Eternals film. I don't know if it was specifically this one that she wanted to be a part of or Chloe Zhao that she wanted to be, but like, they basically just like, and this is, and I'll, I'll I'll let you guys talk about it, but this is my biggest problem with Marvel movies is I don't know what is important yet. And I don't know what isn't important. So like we talk about, um, the deviants and it's like are deviants going to be in another eternals movie or later on in the mcu that explain why the deviants actually made some sense in this movie um or like is angelina jolie going to be in more eternals or more marvel movies and it's like should i actually get to do more we'll understand what was going on with her the whole time um like it's just it's weird to me and it's it's that's what's the most frustrating thing it's like I don't know what the stakes are yet. I don't know what's important. I don't know what I need to remember. I really don't want to watch this movie again, but I probably will have to at some point because it'll be like, remember in Eternals when they had that conversation about this? It was actually alluding to this. And it's like, cool, man. Um, but ran over. You guys go ahead. Greg, what are you thinking?
0: Uh, so thoughts on an Angelina. Yeah, well, thoughts on Angelina. I I think she was pretty good with what she had, which wasn't a ton uh the best part of her i think was the relationship she had with gilgamesh um yeah. i thought that was really cool which i don't know the actor's name but i believe he was in uh train to basan which is a yes. fantastic zombie yeah. movie Ma, uh, Ma Dong Suk, i think madang Suk. okay so i'll take your word for it. With that all right thanks yeah <laughs> hopefully i didn't butcher that too bad uh it sounds legit um but yeah no i i thought that was a, a pretty cool relationship where he was kind of uh his sister's keeper um I don't know if they, I don't think they hinted at anything romantic. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, she, I kind of wish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I kind of wish she had more to do. Um, And even that final battle where she took on uh, the Deviant Crow um, just kind of ended quickly. (laughs) And that was it. Oh, By the the way, I don't know if we mentioned it, but if anybody didn't know,
1: uh, Bill Sarsgaard, who plays It, it actually voices crow. So again, another big name where it's like, is he going to come back at some point? Like, cause there's apparently more deviants and stuff out there. So like, is there another super deviant out there that's like winning? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You tell me Marvel.
0: I don't think we're, well, I was going to say, I don't think we're going to get more deviants, but if they go to other planets to recruit the eternals from those planets, other deviants will be on those planets. Also. Yeah. Theoretically, so I, I don't know. Well, that also uh,
1: that also says to me, like, is there another Gilgamesh? Like, I mean, I know they have like the souls that they take and they put them in those little spheres, but like, couldn't there just be another Gilgamesh looking character, but with a different
0: soul? Like, am I wrong on that? I don't think Gilgamesh specifically that individual will ever exist again. He's he's dead, but um, there might be Did an that eternal actor- with similar powers Yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Again, it's like, what am I? What am I? Multiverse,
2: baby. Oh
1: God! Don't even get (laughs) started. Yeah. But sorry, I was gonna say too. Oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah, hands. Hands didn't. What do you think about Angelina Hands?
2: I liked her. I for what she had. I. I. I, What? I. I think she was a a good addition to it, and you know, probably uh, with the majority of this cast, there was no big names in there, so. They had. A, she probably wanted to be the internals because they know that they she could probably get paid the most out of all of them and have little screen, little screen time. I don't, I don't yeah. blame her if that's the case. Or she really liked the story. I don't know. I mean, she's never been yeah. in a superhero movie before. I don't think so. Has she? No. She's been in action unless you movies. count no. Tomb Raider. Yeah. 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 All right. You
0: possibly. game. Not really. She's been in yeah. video
2: game like actually. Yeah. All right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, I I feel like everyone wants to be in the MCU because, but and, and her, she had like all the negotiating power. Like she had to say, like I'm Angelina Jolie, I'm the biggest name in this movie. I don't yeah. I, even even more than like Selma Hayek, who was in it for like like six minutes altogether. Um, that's true. But too. I I think that I think she she you know probably wanted to be in it because she knows she can negotiate the most. But I she was fine. I hope she if there's a sequel, she, I hope. I hope her time's not done in the MCU, and I hope if they do a sequel, you know, mm-hmm. I, I there's a couple less Eternals that hopefully they don't come back and give some more time to her. Okay. She doesn't
0: seem to me like the type that would pick a project based on money, and I, I'm I don't know uh, Angelina like that. Call her up. text her, text her, yeah. and ask her. But I mean, you she's not hanging out every Her work rate isn't what it used to be in terms of like the quantity so yeah. i'm guessing she, well, she did also
1: this- oh go ahead she, she also got into directing too you know yeah. and i think either directing or producing so i wonder if she's been taking a backstage stage to that and hey i mean being a parent you know it probably you know you have to pick one or the other either going on a project or you know helping your kids so yeah i could i could see an instance there where that was you know the situation as well
2: I, I'm if, pretty sure they're not banging out Maleficent movies anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's I familiar to... with
0: IP, she's familiar with IP. Yes, yes. If I had to guess, she probably, you know, either Marvel approached her or she approached Marvel. Somebody was like, hey, yeah. I'd love to do something in this universe. Hey, we have this project. Here's the ensemble. Chloe Zhao's directing. Perfect. Like, you know, I don't yeah. think she's like, yeah, let me get that 20 mil payday, baby. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I was just going to mention about a couple more characters is I didn't really, I felt like they shoehorned in Sprite's like issue with Richard Batten with Icarus and like Leah McHugh. I, I enjoyed her characters, as you guys mentioned earlier, but like, mm-hmm. I felt like they just kind of tried, like they hint at it a little bit in the movie, but I felt like they just threw it in there and she's like, I'm going with him," And it's like, okay, cool. Like you're going to go side with him now after, you know, whatever. And it's like, I get it. Um, but yeah, another thing where it's like, we'll see where that character goes. And, uh, really liked uh makari and Druig, um barry kogan and lauren ridloff i felt like they had really good chemistry for even the small amount that they had like you could kind of sense something was there the way they you know were not even having to say things and just kind of do things and so um yeah those were another highlight for me so
2: yeah barry kogan i i've only ever seen him in dunkirk and I, i i I heard he's like really good in Killing of a Sacred Deer and like a couple of other yeah. movies that he's in. Um, yeah. I'd I love to like go back and like see some of his work because this he really was a standout for me in this. Um, I, I think that he he reminded me I forget who I have mentioned this before on a on a, on, a uh, on one of our shows, but I forget who who I compared him to. The guy who plays the Flash, Ezra Miller, he kind of mm. looks like a, like a poor man's Ezra Miller, but I think he's a much better actor than <laughs> Ezra Miller from what I've seen yeah. him in. <laughs> um but no he was he was great in this i i think he's definitely with his role in dunkirk and this i like i hope it gives him more like and some of like the the sacred deer i I hope he gets more kind of mainstream work um and gets recognition um because i don't think he's like you know he's not like an everyday name or like not he's probably like considered like a c-list i think like i would love to see him get more work and work it's work his way up till i know he's going to be in like in the batman um and a few other things so
1: he has a he has a really thick accent, which is sometimes tough. So um, but,
2: yeah, I yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree. Yeah, I'm there bro- were a couple <laughs> things like if you will, I, <laughs> I had to like kind of think. Like I, I feel like I a couple times I'm thinking I'm like what did he just say? And in the movie yeah. theater you don't have subtitles, so bring more subtitles.
0: That's right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's our. We wanna, uh, do we want to Do we yes. want to talk about the end scenes? Oh or... yeah yeah yeah. We can discuss those. Uh, no anything you guys specifically want to say about them?
2: um harry styles welcome to the mcu um and and what's his name my Uh, guy pat pat and oswald that's pit (laughs) patrol um i I, that one was cool i like the fact that they're like saying like you know they're calling him like thanos's brother like you know i I think that relationship to like other than like he, he hasn't been in like mcu at all so i think it's a cool little piece to tie it a little bit back um the second one i was really interested in because i um you know we get Dane getting the, uh, the sword and then um, I don't know if you guys did any research of who the voice was
0: yeah I did yeah okay okay good well I, I, didn't, I didn't do research really... it the research found I knew who possible. it was uh,
2: is... <laughs> yeah <laughs> it wasn't
0: well so it didn't get spoiled for me on Twitter but I think uh, when I was in the theater I, I just uh, I'm like is that Fury like I couldn't tell like who the voice mm. was and then I was listening to another pod and they were talking about it, it was like oh yeah that was my Mahershala and I'm like oh okay
2: Yeah. yeah so Blades finally in the MCU which I think is really like really cool where it's going we don't know but hopefully he actually like his face shows up somewhere yeah you know so what are your thoughts
1: yeah, I mean, I knew it was Mahershala, like right off the bat. I didn't get it spoiled. But I'm just that good. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, like, I, I knew it was his voice. Like, I wasn't Greg. I wasn't a noob not knowing my my superheroes. So, um, and then uh, the Harry Styles. I really had a moment in the theater. I went to see this movie without my wife, who's a big Marvel person, but she's not a big theater goer. Um, and uh, I really wish she would have been there when I saw it because it was spoiled for her. Um, and she had heard about it because I was trying to hint that she needed to see the movie. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Harry Styles looks like he can fit right inside uh, Game um, it, Game of Thrones, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, just slip him right in there with those guys and have him join the adventure. And I think he'll fit right in because that seemed to be the vibe I was getting from his character. So um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, when's the Blade movie coming out? Is that next October or something? It's next year, right? Roughly. I, don't I mean, think they haven't they even
2: started production it. on it.
0: Yeah, really interesting. I think he's That's only going to show up
2: in like he he might just be like showing up in other people's movies or post credit scenes. Ugh,
0: well, so the the rumor is he's going to be in Moon Knight also. So yeah. I don't I don't know. He might be forming his own version of like the Dark Avengers or like the Midnight Suns. Uh, oh, so cool! Yeah, it is. It, it is really cool. I know you were dripping with sarcasm there, but 100 um, percent. I, uh, I liked, uh, Harry Styles as Eros. Um, I did not see that coming, but he looks just like him. So I think it's a perfect fit, especially, you know, given the, what the character does and his powers and stuff. So, uh, I, I enjoyed that. Uh, Patton Oswalt as Pip the Troll is okay. Um, I think a better choice would have been Seth Rogen, but here we are, you know, Patton Oswalt's mm. not bad. Uh, and then as far as the uh, Evan blade stuff, I mean, yeah, they gave us what we wanted to see in the movie proper uh, instead as a stinger with uh, Dane unlocking his family heirloom uh, and then Mahershala's voice. So yeah, I think maybe uh blade is going to be like fury 2.0 to recruit his own team of, um, of supernatural uh, Avengers, if you will, and and kind of take on some threat. So I just got really upset
1: because Blade doesn't have a release date. And it's like, why is he in this movie? Like, just to have his voice in there to be like, Blade's here. It's like, cool, dude. Like, show me the movie. Like, I don't care. And Uh, yeah, he's not getting any younger either. You know? Yeah.
2: Like, I don't know any other movie that he could show up in other than I I don't even know what's next year. Maybe that's the. Yeah, but he can show up in Moon Knight. But like, if he does any kind of like post credits and like and like Mm. any of the MCU movies, like, I don't even know what it would be like probably dr strange but yeah on on
0: i don't think Unclear. it's clear pop like, yeah i think it's doubtful yeah. i was trying to say speaking
1: of, speaking of dr strange as they say in the biz well, hold the on transition oh no hold oh, on before oh, before yeah. we move
0: on from spider-man let's give our ratings for uh eternals i know how you said Ooh. three i gave it three and a half right. stars out of five uh hands, i go what four. about you Four. Okay. Four. So again, right you shout out numbers,
1: or did you write in the to line that written down?
0: <laughs> no, I had. Yeah, I think I put that on I'm my. Go i your I
1: gave it a four. I'm, on my box. I'm kidding. Ahead. I'm pretty sure you did. I'm pretty sure you did.
2: Oh, I'll share my screen. <laughs> All right. So now, our <laughs> with that presentation,
0: said, yes, uh, we can move on. What's our final topic again?
2: Oh, we gave it three and a half. Um. So, <laughs> uh final topic. <laughs> the big internet that caused probably that I thought it was going to cause the internet to crash last night uh, at eight, eight 30, which I watched it with Harry was in my living room we when did. it was released. Oh, that's uh, cute. Yeah. We had, we me-
1: cute. We had a, we had a meet cute.
2: We had a meet cute. So Harry was watching my anticipation all night on my phone, waiting for this thing to drop um, is the no way home. Second trailer, I guess the first full trailer um, nice three minutes of Spider Man. Um, I honestly, this was not what I was expecting from the trailer of what it was going to be, but I I thought this is what we needed to kind mm. of get us even more interested. It pretty much followed the first. It it it, it didn't really like you know. Tra- I, I feel like when like a movie has more than two trailers, like they just kind of redo the same kind of story. Like this one literally bounces off the concept of the first one of Peter of Peter wanting his identity erased this is basically picking up of saying like all right well now like this is this is what caused like what you caused, uh, and we get like you know i we get some great shots of returning villains um we get Wilm the foe in the in the as goblin back a great clear look at him sandman's back uh, you know every look pretty much everyone um other than i don't even know who whatever um the tom holland the tom holland villains are not back which is interesting because all the other villains from toby and andrew are back um you know there's a lot of questions in here we get um it looks like doc ock's going to be part of the the main storyline whether or not he's kind of going to be a good guy or bad guy it you know I, i feel like there's a shot where um where electro shoots him with it looks like he's shooting him with like lightning off of a building Um, so there's a lot of really cool shots. Um, I'm glad that they're all back. We don't get the look that everyone, you know, was kind of hoping for to see Andrew and Toby, um, in some form, but as much as I wanted to see that going into the trailer, I didn't even want to watch this like maybe two weeks ago. I wanted to like, kind of keep my mind fresh. But then you know, anticipation and hype comes up, and you know, like um, a drug I'm... addict,
1: he's he's <laughs> gotta
2: get it. He
0: needs <laughs> and now to you've fix. been defiled.
2: Um, <laughs> and then like you know, like the internet, and I'm not gonna speak his name because he's a, he's a troll. Leaked images of what potentially could be the um like the climax of the movie, probably which are yeah, um, which are probably real. Um, but I'm not gonna speak that man's name. But um, yeah, we we don't see the two returning Spider-Man, but I'm pretty sure everything in this trailer alluded to the fact that they will be in this movie. Um, if they're not, I'm not going to be disappointed um, from what we got from the trailer. We got like three minutes of some really good content. The action looks great. Um, I, I I like how they're including Dr. Strange in it. I think he's going to have a couple of really good scenes, a little silly. I think there's still keeping the humor to it, but I know Tom Holland came out and said, um, you know, it's going to be a real kind of a, a real dark real darker story to spider-man so i I mean there's a go ahead they
1: don't even tell him the script he doesn't know anything they have people walking around (laughs) just like tom we're gonna shoot seven different scenes he's got no idea that kid that kid that kid can't keep his mouth shut
2: um (laughs) i I think there's there's, um, i I think the one shot of you know the final shot in the trailer that we get is him jumping off the save mj um i think that's a cool um you know you can't have you can't have a, a Spider-Man story without his girlfriend falling from some kind of a height, possibly dying from it. So, um, no, I, I, thought we got some, a lot of, a lot of cool content that didn't really spoil anything that we didn't already know. Um, but yeah, I'll turn it over to you guys, Greg. I know we talked a little bit through a text of a couple, uh, one of the trailers might've spoiled something.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, um, I wasn't as hyped for this one as I was for the first one. Uh, and I'll be honest, like, I, I didn't think that they would show uh, Toby or Andrew as Spider-Man in this. Um, although they might, <laughs> their their absence might have been conspicuous, uh, or I should say they were conspicuous by their absence. But I'll get to that in a second. Um, I got chills when Willem Dafoe was speaking just because I loved his portrayal of Green Goblin. And uh, it was so nice to to see that he's at least, It seems like he's going to have a big part in it as well as Doc Ock. Um, It seems like he was offering Peter a choice similar to what he did in Spider-Man one, where he's like, you know, you want everything and you don't want to kill these people. And you know, you have the option. They're, they're telling you what to do. Um, I'm curious if they got the OG actors for uh, Lizard and Sandman. Um, Who for Lizard, who was that? Was that, it wasn't Irfan con that was a uh, re awesome. oh yeah Reese siphons yeah and yeah. then uh sandman thomas hayden church we haven't yeah. seen either of them in human form i'm really hoping uh specifically that they get thomas hayden church because he's a tremendous actor
1: i wouldn't uh i wouldn't be surprised if they're just cgi'd for this movie and then they mm-hmm. cast them like later you know what i mean or something like yeah. that where it's just like they show up as villains and you know, or maybe they might use like somebody, Lizard's I
2: voice. Yeah, but I, I think from what they did, like uh, maybe a variety or someone did an interview and mm-hmm. said that I don't know if they said like like their actor and then like their characters will be in it. But it made it mm-hmm. seem like that they have some sort of like speaking role. And like, hopefully, I mean, Sandman's uh, Lizard will probably be like him doing like voiceover. I would think yeah. um, Sandman, maybe he'll do some sort of a. they'll show him like maybe in the world as like normal. And then he gets all big and Sandy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's the
2: uh, beach. The be-
0: speaking yeah. of, uh, you know, look, the way the characters look, uh, I really dug Electro's new look, very reminiscent of his original look from the comics. Um, so enjoyed that. Uh, wasn't a fan of Peter's gang going to meet Dr. Strange and talking with them seemed very out of place with Doc Ock too yeah yeah I I mean the Doc Ock thing is is weird but I guess they're gonna work together whatever I I don't know but like Doctor Strange I mean this dude is he went toe-to-toe with Thanos and these pesky teenage kids just bust into his place and is like oh you should say please and it's like don't give me that sass young lady (laughs)
2: <laughs> That's my okay.
0: Boomer moment of the, uh, <laughs> <lawn, Grace>. year. <laughs> my okay. Boomer segment of the week. Um, so I don't know. I thought that was weird. And it seems like between that and uh, other scenes, it, it seems to be after that initial spell takes place that they botch. So I guess Peter tells MJ and Ned again, his, uh, his identity. Cause they did the spell to erase everything. And then yeah. they still know his identity. I don't know. My Weird. my
2: thoughts with that was I, I I was thinking that like maybe for some reason the spell didn't work, work on everyone because Peter was like oh, kind of yeah. talking during it and saying like I want Ned to know and MJ and and I, I think that maybe they're still able to know possibly or or he did tell them again. Okay. Um, we'll In see. which case In it would have worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I yeah. I the Doctor Strange stuff. I think he was a little more Doctor Strange than the first trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first trailer you know we talked about it thinking like maybe something's up with him or you know is he another character is he being influenced mm-hmm. by another character and I think that um, I think he seemed a little more normal for this not I still think he was a little off but he was definitely more the character that we've seen in the previous movies
0: he was more strange and less strange <laughs> <laughs> yes um- <Yep. laughs> And the only other note I had, which uh, was something that, um, you know, strange communicates to uh, Peter is that uh, it was an interesting note about um, all the villains dying at the hands of Spidey. Um, So fate is to die fighting Spider-Man. Right. Was the uh,
1: somewhat, some of the line, but yeah.
2: You see, Um, I, I, I went, yeah, I'll let you, I just, I, I have a, a, I got really deep with a, a theory the other day like <laughs> last night like laying in bed like i was thinking about this for a while that but sounds about right ahead.
0: for you yeah uh so yeah i mean the trailer for me was good um i don't know i i just i want to see the movie <laughs> i don't want to see any more trailers just give me the movie yeah uh hands um, what were you gonna say
2: so i i and i thought and i hate that i'm bringing this up so fist I, up. I i <laughs> yep no that No. not you did right <laughs> You're dead right because I thought about it like I, I was thinking about how like the connection of like what what characters like what villains were coming back like why isn't Vulture back or Mysterio like or you know uh, we're assuming that is dead but we assume that half of the Toby and Andrew characters are dead too. So my I think Taylor, S- that-
1: I think Taylor Swift killed uh, Mysterio this week.
2: So yeah. I think that's he's <laughs> done. Yikes. Oh man, um, but. Oh man, that's such a good such a good version of that song there. Like, 10 minutes. <laughs> um the the movie's all right. So I, I thought that like maybe the reason that all these villains are coming back or the ones that Toby and Andrew killed is because like they made some kind of deal with the devil, which is why Doctor Strange brought them back. And you know, the devil in the MCU is Mephisto. And I thought about that, but then I realized that like Lizard isn't killed in Amazing Spider-Man and Sandman, I'm pretty sure he doesn't die. And so my theory kind of went out the window, but then they threw away that line saying like they're all ghosts, like they're all destined to die fighting Spider-Man. So I'm like, all right, I'm still holding on that thought. I'm still on the Mephisto train. So we'll see. That's okay. it. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to get one more trailer um, on Spider Day or whatever the hell that is um, when the tickets go on sale. I think they're <laughs> Cyber give Monday,
1: but it's now Spidey Day.
2: Is that what it is? Is it Cyber Monday?
1: Yeah, it's like the 29th it's or whatever
2: is it is. stupid. That's I s st- wow. I didn't even know that thing existed. Was that real, Greg, or did they just make that you've, up there? You've
0: never heard of Cyber Monday? No, Spider Day or whatever. Oh, they- yeah. Well, th- that's what they call it in the uh in the advertisement. They're like, oh, tickets go on sale on Spider Day.
2: Is that was that is that a real thing? It it didn't exist prior to this. That's just what they're naming. What the I mean. day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I think we're gonna get one more trailer then. And I think that's gonna be the one that in order, you know, I people are only gonna buy tickets to this but I'm pretty sure they're going to, they're going to reveal some sort of presence of Toby and Andrew. I, 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 I think that's, you know, they're going to lead that in is whether or not they, they show like, I don't know, like two figures walking in in their shadows or something, whatever. I don't, and, but they're not going to actually show them. That's my, my theory.
0: Oh, you know what too, before, before we get Harris thoughts real quick, I just, because you teed me up for this and I didn't even address it was the, uh, the absence of Toby and, uh, uh andrew um so yes in the brazilian version of a trailer uh there's a scene where sandman and electro and lizard are all jumping or heading towards tom holland spider-man and mysteriously uh lizard gets knocked backwards in midair but there's nothing there so we're thinking that uh the Spider-Man are in that scene and they were just digitally removed for the, that shot uh, in the trailer. Yeah. Um, Because it seems very weird that a lizard just would be blown away by a yeah. gust of wind magically or something. I don't know.
2: And not only that, like before he got two pieced, like I, I took, I took, a, I took and a, a physics class. I, I took a yes. physics class in high school and <laughs> the way that God. lizard was ju- the w- the way that lizard is jumping. He can't fly, and the way that like Tom Powell was going, like there's no way that he's going to. Re- he's just gonna fall. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like that, that. he's just gonna jump, and then yeah. But I think I think someone someone gave him a boot to the face. That's that's thank awesome. you. Thank you for the thoughts from the scientific community. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I'm not. I, I'm no. I I don't work in the physics field, but lizards and can't fly. Been- and that's been Bill Nye moment with handwriting. Yeah, love Harry, it. Me and Greg talked a lot, and I know you're yes. as, as the number one MCU fan. Chomping at on the bit. this podcast. What do you think of oh, the the trailer? You were, dude. You were all over my oh. living room last night. So excited. <laughs> to watch. Yeah. This hundred percent um so if there's
1: anything I dislike more than uh run-of-the-mill Marvel movies it's trailers um as as we talk in our friend group whenever trailers are released I say I haven't watched it yet um one because I feel like it'll ruin it now there are times where there was there will be a project talked about so for example I was very excited for don't look up uh when I saw that trailer was dropping the same the day before the same day no earlier that day same I day very excited early, for yeah. that yeah yeah because I hadn't, I don't really know what the movie's about, and I was very excited to kind of see some pieces of that. Very excited for it. Don't need another trailer. We'll happily go into that movie. Hopefully, never seeing the trailer again. Um, I feel as though trailers are just big teases, and this is all this really is. Um, also, real pet peeve with trailers: I don't need five seconds, like a TikTok version of your trailer, to oh, so like be like, you. "Here comes the trailer." Like I get, like I I'm hate here that. I, hate I, that. I went to YouTube. I went to YouTube to click on your link to watch your trailer. Yeah. I don't need the five second version of like, this is the trailer. Okay. I know. I'm and here. now
0: the trailer for yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. No, like, Get yes, literally, literally the know. stupidest thing. Yes. My, my, agree. my other
1: big, my other big problem with this is I don't know who watched this trailer and was out on the movie and is now in. So <laughs> like, I don't know who was like, Oh, man, this one really got me. I saw some more footage of Doctor Strange and, oh, really Doc Ox in it and Green Goblin's in it, even though we saw his little ball roll and we knew it was him because all we do nowadays is break everything down to the minuscule second. And, you know, now I'm seeing things about, like, who is this Flying Goblin's jet? Is it Goblin? Is it Willem Dafoe? Is it Dane DeHaan? Who is it? Because apparently he's wearing, like, a hood or something. I don't know. Don't I don't care. think it's James
0: Franco, though. Don't care. Don't think it's Franco. <laughs> no. Um,
1: you know, the, the trailer for me, like, at least for the first minute and a half, didn't really show anything new other than, like, more of the villains and kind of how they're going to play a role in the movie. A um, couple things that I am interested in. Greg mentioned a little bit earlier about the fate of the Spider-Man, of di- the villains dying to fight Spider-Man, and it's as you're flying out in the darkness, look to fight ghosts, and it's like the ghosts are kind of the previous villains. Excuse me. Um... I am interested to see if Dr. Strange kind of has some Wanda from WandaVision vibes where it's like, is he a good guy? Is he pure at heart? Like, where is his character kind of going? So I am interested to see that. Um, again, don't show me anymore. Um, be careful once TV ads come out, especially if you're somebody who wants to go in fresh. You know, there'll be definitely a lot of sporting events where there's the 30 second TV trailers. Or once the movie is released, if you haven't seen it first day, be careful because those TV ads can definitely show more than they more than you might want. Um, I feel really good about them not showing the other Spider-Man, Spider-Men, Spider-Men. Yeah. Uh, Save that for the movie. Like, I mean, we talk about the Avengers scene, you know, as being one um, not Avengers scene, sorry. Endgame scene where they all show up and, you know, they come back for cap and just that moment in the theater. You know, whether you saw it with, you know, 20 people or with everybody else, like that there, there was definitely a moment. And, you know, this feels like another one of those. So, like, let's save it for it. Um, I'm interested. The runtime was released, but then pulled back. It said it was 180 minutes, um, which for those folks at home is two hours and 40 minutes before trailers. Um, but Give they took that, that down. Ugh. So... <laughs> I, I don't know if that means it's gonna be shorter or longer. I would imagine it might be longer it better not because, cut a
0: single frame.
1: Well, this is the thing. It's <laughs> like so watching this trailer and comparing it to the first trailer, if you watch the first trailer, like in this trailer, there isn't much that they're telling to me. I feel like there's still a lot more that they're not showing. And oh, yeah. that for me could really get into the chunk of the movie because listen, if they do the spell, they find out of Tim, that's the first 30, then we still have two hours to go. Where are we going with this? They've shown one fight. They've shown another fight with like on that highway when Doc Ock and Green Goblin show up. Um, and then it's like, other than that, there seems to be a lot that, you know, either they're not showing. And hopefully that is the case. And, uh, you know, as much as I bash Tom Holland, he did say this beats every expectation. So, you know, um, let's hope that's true. So, yeah, hate trailers. Don't watch them. Avoid them.
0: <laughs> uh, quick question Thanks for the movie for you guys. So I saw a quote uh, a little bit earlier this evening where Tom Holland um, said if he's still playing Spider-Man by age 30, which keep in mind, he's 25 now um, mm-hmm. that he was doing something wrong. And that, does that make you guys feel any type of way that that hurt me a little bit i'm like dude but you're so great like yes you don't need to be playing a high schooler but like <laughs> you can keep playing a role and still be good look at daniel craig is bond you know i i i i did see that and i think
2: it's maybe because maybe if he has personal goals where it's just like you know what so he's 25 so when did he start he was like 20 when he started as spider-man when civil War, man, 2017 no i think 20 uh,
0: before 20
1: homecoming was 2017 so civil war okay. is 2016 So made 2016 so okay 2015 so, is probably when he was uh
2: okay filming so, so he so probably like had a go like he was still in his teens where he's just like yeah like this is like he probably wants to do more like other roles now whether that's on uh, chart it's included in that i don't know um but like, I think he probably doesn't want to be tied to one franchise probably forever, which I don't I honestly don't blame him because I, he's a good actor. Like other stuff that I've seen him in, like he's not he's not a bad. He's a very like good up and coming actor. And he probably want, doesn't want to be bought, like tied down to be a superhero till he's 40, um, which I, I think we're probably going to get another movie or two out of him. We'll probably get like the Spider-Man Venom movie, maybe if they make one. And then. Probably he'll his. I bet you his last movie he'll do with the MCU will probably be whatever next Avengers level movie will be. Um, hmm. I think after that, he'll hang it up. I think then they're going to start introducing like Miles, I think sometime in the future. Um, and he'll take over from there. Interesting, Harry. Thoughts on uh, Tom's quote?
1: Yeah, I mean, just looking at some of his you know, his IMDb page and some of the stuff I've seen him in, he was in Lost City of Z and The Impossible, which I wouldn't say Marvel fans kind of correlate with um he was in the impossible when he was really young yeah i was gonna say he
0: had to be like 10 or something yeah
1: yeah but like he was in lost city z where he plays you know uh, again not a huge role but i mean yeah if if he wants to go do other stuff uh, i would be more than thrilled to say bye-bye have a great time we'll have a new spider-man um because i would love to see tom holland do more stuff my wife would love to see him do more stuff because she's absolutely in love with him um so divorce coming soon we'll say (laughs) Um, but, uh, but no, I mean, it, it it could be something where I I think maybe there's also probably something that doesn't get talked about a lot of the amount of time that these movies take up for your, for your career, you know, like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. decided to step away, you know, Chris Evans decided to step away. Now there's always talks that Chris Evans could come back and I could see a situation where he steps away as Spider-Man and maybe there is a Miles type figure or a, a Gwen, Uh, Gwen Stacy type, you know, um, spider figure. Um, and then he could always come back, you know, in a, in a, in a Tony Stark way where it's like, he shows up in, um, in, uh, what was the first one homecoming? Is that what it was? So he shows up like that. Like I could totally see that where it's like, he might say that now, but it's like, Hey, if they're paying you 20 million for, you know, however many days and you only have to show up or we could green screen you in, which if you watch homecoming, Tony Stark's in his suit most of the time. So, uh, and I don't mean a real suit. I mean his, his Iron Man suit. So I could see that. And plus, again, as I mentioned earlier, don't take Tom Holland for on his word for anything he says. So he's Fair he's point. 26 and his whole life is uh, ahead of him. But
0: interesting. Okay. Um, uh, anything else on Spidey? I guess my
2: last thoughts were, do you think, uh, I, as of right now, they have the Sinister Five. Do you think they're going to add another villain in to make it the Sinister yes. Six? Who do you, do you yes. know any? What are your thoughts? I think...
0: It, it's got to be vulture. Uh, I imagine that he breaks out somehow, and he's part of it because I I don't think there's any other. I don't think there's any other viable choices for, uh, from the other franchises. Like, yeah, I guess you could use Rhino if you wanted to, but he wasn't really received well. Neither was the Dane DeHaan Goblin. So, who's left? Um, so. Mysterio. Yeah, they could bring back Mysterio, like say that he didn't die. But uh, but I, I don't know. It just seems like Vulture fits more to me. But who knows? But I, I do think they will do a, another to make it the official six.
2: I was thinking they there maybe include Venom, but I with the way that Venom and Carnage end it or whatever it was mm. called. Um, But I think that let there be Carnage I, yeah, Venom, sure. let there be doo doo. Yeah, let there be. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think they're going to include Venom somehow in Morbius um, and maybe have it. You're not excited for that, are you, Harry?
1: No, absolutely not. No. (laughs) Morbius, are you kidding me?
2: Get out of here. I'm just going to go out and say I think it looks pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that doesn't shock me. Whatever. Twilight for guys. Sounds great. Can't wait. Don't you dare. Well, listen, we'll say. Michael Morbius
0: would never. (laughs) (laughs)
1: but um yeah i was gonna say uh no i think they're gonna rebrand as the sinister five so i think that flows a lot better i think that's what they're gonna go with so (laughs) nice odd number yeah no but in all seriousness i mean the way they're not showing the spider the spider men um and not having the spider-man meme for us to all enjoy uh i think they're hiding one more villain to to either show in the movie or whatever whether that's vulture or venom i think that makes some sense
2: it's the landlord from the toby mcguire movies Yeah. Oh,
0: great call mr Dinkovich. <laughs> where's uh, my rent <laughs> all right
2: he's boys. The, he's sitting up on the scaffolding scaffolding with his feet hanging waiting for his yes rent.
0: yes i love it give me more um well that has been our discussion for what we're watching um Before I get to you guys, one quick announcement for all the peeps out there. Uh, Thank you so much if you have been watching us on YouTube. However, uh, this is going to be our final video episode for now. Um, We're just going to be transitioning to audio only. Guys, iTunes and Spotify are free, so don't worry. We're looking to get on other platforms as well, but uh, make sure you check us out on there. Um, And we'll we'll be back for some videos uh eventually but probably not uh a regular well definitely not a regular thing there'll be special <laughs> episodes whenever we do do those do do uh yeah, okay so, <laughs> should <laughs> wear suit for the final one <laughs> yeah i know uh so with that said uh Harry, anything for the peeps uh thanks for listening
1: uh hope you guys enjoyed eternals hopefully you guys enjoyed uh, red notice if if you're into that type of stuff Um, we got some more, you know, we're coming up around award season. We're coming up around the holiday season. You know, we talked about the Spider-Man trailer, you know, definitely we'll be touching base on that at some point. Um, got a lot more fun stuff uh, to come and, uh, I hope you guys have uh, a great two weeks and we'll
2: talk to you
0: soon. Hans, anything for the peeps? Yeah, if you made it this far, you
2: probably listened. Uh, just don't watch Red Notice. Um, don't watch Red Notice 2. <laughs> um, uh, even just go watch Eternals again or something. I don't know. There's a, uh, Even, a, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there to watch. Make sure you do not watch Red Notice. Um, watch Tiger King 2, which I probably am going to start tonight. Oh, so. God,
0: don't watch that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the sequel to Red Notice is Too Red, Too Notice. Thank you. Too Notice. Oh, Red, uh, nice. Red Notice,
2: Electric Boogaloo. <laughs>
0: yes uh all right well for me uh i just want to say thank you guys again uh again don't forget to find us on spotify itunes like share subscribe comment um leave us a five-star review in that comment if you're uh, checking us out on itunes and uh we will be back in two weeks as always make sure you guys live spicy spicy